Pro Wrestling Viewpoint with Mike Shea. Back with Thursday nights with Pro Wrestling Viewpoint with Mike Shea and Penelope Murder Dog. Yes, she's, she's giving uh, oh, yeah. her, she's looking over attention. your shoulder to see what we have planned for this, Clearly, she wants uh, this to see podcast. Where she, where she lines up <laughs> in, in the uh, roster. So, well, WWE this week, uh, or yeah, this week announced that they have a multi-year partnership with Twitch, uh, which will see them return as an official WWE channel, and their uh, WWE superstars will have their channels back. Uh, which will feature live content and exclusive content. Uh, in addition, that the uh, WWE will uh, debut a companion sidecast to Monday Night Raw, bringing the WWE Universe behind the scenes and closer to the in-ring action. The weekly viewing for the experience will be led by a rotating cast of hosts, which will be regularly featured appearances by WWE superstars, unique and exclusive content such as ex- backstage interviews and more. Uh, viewers can see the sidecast live every Monday starting at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash WWE. Um, this has been a bone in contention for the superstars for a number of years. Uh, one of the reasons why uh, I believe Adam Cole left, uh, why uh, a number of other superstars who did have... Vega and... Yep, well, Selena Vega yeah. came back, but uh, she was definitely one of the ones that had a... a um, a Twitch channel that was very popular, making them lots of decent side money. Yeah. Um, and they didn't want to give it up. Yeah. Well, well right. you know, I mean, that billion-dollar company needs billions more. So. It's, well, that's it. You know, but this is, they're not taking the cut, it says. No, and that's great. So, and they, right, I mean, rightfully so, like, come on. You, you know, you've got to give these guys something when they're putting the time and energy in that content. If not, and that helps it create a following that brings people to the show. Because of the, because, they, they could just be not doing anything, sitting on their ass and going, oh, well, I'm not going to do anything, and they're not getting paid for it, so why bother? They're going to get the same pay either way. I mean, WWE shouldn't be, I, in my opinion, shouldn't be taking a cut. It's such a big business, big industry, big company. Mm-hmm. What did they evaluate it at when they sold it? Eight, $8 billion? But they want to take that little bit of a cut that, you know, say $100,000 a year from a guy or a girl? Like, come on. It just becomes petty. It is. It really does, right? And greedy. It's just them being greedy. Oh, 100%. And now that Vince has gotten his $9 billion or whatever it was for the company and all the other shareholders are going to get their little piece of the pie, and it's only reasonable that, you know, you want to be able to be successful on other side ventures, right? If you're going to have guys uh, like um, Paul... Oh, I'm blanking on them. Uh, the boxer and... Uh, has the power the power drink? Um, what's his name? Oh, Jake. Jake Paul. Jake, Jake Paul, Paul and uh, Logan. Logan Paul. Yeah. You're gonna have the Pauls, you know, who have their podcasts and all that stuff. Why aren't you allowing your wrestlers, the the talent that you have on your on your shows, on your house shows, on a regular basis? Why not allow them to make some extra on the side? Well, that's right? the thing, because they go, oh, we're gonna bring in, you know, Jake Paul. Because we such a he has such a social media following. Well, you can't get a social media following if these guys aren't going to be touching the touching the the uh, the social media network. Like I mean, Merrill, yes. he had a follow he had a following mm-hmm. on on was it was it Twitch? Might have been or something like that. And part of the reason why he left yep. is he could keep it up playing playing video games or something, right? Yeah, and it's Just like, like Adam Cole. Yeah, I mean, AJ Styles was the same thing, yeah. but he turned his off for a bit. Um, but yeah, it's Xavier one of those. Situ- yeah. Oh well, 
up up down down has become a huge success for him and of course they, they'd never do that and you know obviously with him and uh um, breezy becoming big in on that channel and actually becoming part of the new season of the wwe 2k23 oh are they? right it just helps add more value to the game and it adds more value to in general to wwe and like i said they could get huge and attract more people from social media because they mm -hmm. say that with you know the, like logan paul or yeah. jake paul well you bring them in for that well let these guys create the same thing social media wise you know, I mean, the Pauls did this without the push of WWE. You you let, you let WWE give these channels a push and mainstream. Oh, somebody tells somebody, tells somebody. Oh, you got to check that out. That was hilarious what Xavier would. Oh, AJ Styles. Oh, I love that. Oh, really? Hey, what, who's AJ Styles? If they don't know, it's a wrestler. Mm -hmm. Oh, now, you know, I don't want to check out Monday Night Raw. That's right. I want to check out a pay-per-view. I want to check out a live show. It, it all helps. Don't Absolutely. be petty. You know, what, what, do they, what do they say? You know, uh, cut, my mom used to say, uh, cut, you know, cut, uh, cut your nose off to spite, spite your face. Spite your face, yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So. No. Well, obviously, you haven't paid attention to the, the roster brand split. AJ Styles is on SmackDown. Okay, but so just he was heads up. in a tournament. Yes, yes. On. For a, a raw title. Raw title, but he's <laughs> on SmackDown. Smackdown. Yeah, we won't get into that, that makes, story. That made no sense. The continuity is at its best. Yeah. So, oh, that was definitely... So, yeah, because he was in the running for the Consolation Championship. Yes, that's what they had at the Night of Champions. Yeah. So, oh, my goodness. Bruno San Martino must be throwing up in his grave. Yes. Sort of God. Like, you had such a following. And people go, well, titles don't mean anything anymore. That's why. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you take a look and, and, I mean, going back, like Ring of Honor, remember how cherished that title was when they started? I mean, not now, let's not talk about now. But back when it yes. started out, and you know, you could follow and, and they made those title changes and everything mean stuff. Yeah. You know, go, you know, even going back to the early 2000s, the titles meant a little more. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, you know, they didn't pass it around. And they pass it around now and it, it's... What's the difference? Like, I love Gunther because... They don't pass the IC title off to whoever. No. It means something. He has made that mean something again instead of the numerous people they passed it to. Well, that's it. And they, they're going to give him the, the longest title run with yeah. that title. They're going to make him pa surpass the Honky Tonk Man. No. The, 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 Come on now. No. no. Uh, yep. Not, not Honky. Honky's going to lose that, that uh, longest reigning Intercontinental Championship uh, moniker. Um, I believe it ends uh, sometimes towards the end of the year yeah. that uh, he has that, that that run. So when that happens, what a great, it'll what be a legitimate. Great one for, run for an accidental uh, no kidding. championship, eh? No like, kidding. Steve what wins the belt. Um, I, I need to take some time off for vacation. That's right. Okay, where's Butch Reed? <laughs> Butch, Butch Reed, no Butch? shows. Anybody? Butch? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's and right. Like, now, along comes Hockey, you know. The rest is history, yeah, right? Yeah, because I think it was Hogan that actually said when I he uh, honky tonk. What about said, that guy over there? Hogan's like, what about him? Mm -hmm. And he's great. People are gonna say, oh, he's all gimmick. He was golden. He was a golden gimmick. He, Absolutely, he was the chicken shit gimmick. But he, but he, it was a, it was golden. Like made you want to watch. You wanted to see what was happening. The, the some of the stuff he pulled off. It wasn't like this cheese you see now. It was like mm. it was cheesy, but a good cheesy. You know what I mean? So. Absolutely, he was a credible threat, for the most part. Right, mm -hmm. and he was a credible holder, but you knew that he could be beat at any time. Yeah. But having the colonel in his corner, you know that he, he uh, unless he was barred from ringside, J yeah, Jimmy yeah, was Jim, always going to find a way Jimmy to hold and that the title. Hart Foundation are going to come running in, and, you know, something like that. But exactly. but I mean, it was good because they didn't overuse it. 
no. but it, it all made sense absolutely yeah uh speaking about smackdown uh, they had a good 2.56 rating last week yes with a nice high 2.9 with the ending with can you the, go um, figure that imagine that eh? imagine the, that people were still wanting to watch at the end of the show <laughs> they oh. popped up 400,000 people why the bloodline the best angle going you know and the it, angle that know, keeps on giving and you know what it's funny they're leading like they're, they think so far ahead mm-hmm. you know and you compare it to aw that's when you have but you when you don't have an experienced booker or yep. a creative team because if you look at now they have um finn balor damien priest rear ripley and mysterio set to come into that next faction and a storyline because they already set up the seeds with priest and finley mm-hmm. like they've already set that and then in the background you still you have imperium waiting to you, you as mean so balor many, yeah not finley who did i say oh, finley? Oh, finley yeah sorry finn balor sorry <laughs> finn balor yeah so it's like you say what finley wants to fight <laughs> i love the fight <laughs> Oh. But you know, it was good to see them plant the seeds on Monday Night Raw. You know, just the look of I can beat Seth Rollins without anybody, and you see Finn Balor going, "Really?" Finn Balor's like, "What?" Yeah. yeah. So like, they perfect. Plant, nice. They planted that seed. Yeah. Just like they did. Remember with with uh, was it not J- Jimmy and and Roman back what a year and a half ago? Uh-huh. It's like you know you want to think you could run the bloodline, you know, or whatever before That's they right. called it the bloodline, but they set that seed. Man, long term storytelling. Makes you want to, you know. It's mm-hmm. you would think they're writing a TV show. <laughs> it's, it's amazing, you know. They've they've had this continuity going on for years. Yeah. And uh, the fact that they were they were able to pump up by four hundred thousand fans on just a simple storyline of it was celebrating Roman Reigns' thousand days as champion and what was going to happen with with Jimmy. And here we are with the question again of what's going to happen with Jay and the ending of. What is Jay going to do? He's going to come back home. Yeah. Okay. Is he really coming back home? What's yeah. the next stage going to be? Right? And then so, then they throw Solo in the mix. And well, you're like, it. oh, so what's he? And they've said that he's like my brothers. But yeah. It's, mm-hmm. But he knows I mean, he's the tribal it, chief. It's tremendous. It makes me want to watch SmackDown. Definitely. You know, because I want to see what's happening. You know? Well, that's it. You know, now that they've got uh, KO and Sami Zayn pretty well away from that angle now which seems to be really good with Imperium because you can only keep them around so absolutely well Kevin Owens and Gunther had an amazing match on Monday you know the fact they put that on Raw was just phenomenal that was a a pay-per-view type match I haven't watched it yet oh you haven't I haven't watched Raw it's been a long week I haven't watched Raw and or uh, Dynamite yet okay well I won't spoil Dynamite for you uh, I've heard. No, no, it's high on your list. I saw the. Uh, I've heard some of the spoilers. I mean, I don't think there's much to spoil. You know, it's like spoiling milk that's been out in the sun for a week. So, I don't know. But well, Raw did 1.83 million views, and that was uh, up. They're they're up. Yep, and it's consistency. Again, it's one of those. As long as you have consistent storyline and it's something that's engaging. Now, one of the problems that uh, came up on Monday was Vince McMahon was on site. Oh Jesus. So it's like, well, he was apparently involved in... He changed something. Changing right. stuff on yeah. the fly. And it's like, okay, well, let's just see how this goes. Again, you know, is he behaving himself in making changes that are not necessarily yelling in somebody's ear? Maybe making changes that make sense. 
You don't know, right? Well, Again, he still has some creative genius there somewhere. Yeah, I get but that. But if you give it in, in dribs and drabs, maybe that is what he's most beneficial for now in his advanced age. See, I right? get I get the... I mean, look what he's done. Mm -hmm. I'm reading Death of the Territories right now. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, as, Fastly as as fast as possible, throwing <laughs> so, so my melons bin. But it's like you just follow the stuff that and how he built that company. Nobody can anyway. He killed the territories. He just no. The territories killed themselves by being a bunch of backstabbers, lying thieves that couldn't get along because they they had the country set up, mm -hmm. and they could have prevented McMahon from doing anything if they really wanted to. But they're too busy backstabbing each other. Mm -hmm. And he's a genius. He's the like he is so smart the way he did things and how he built the WWE. Yes, but you do not make changes. And what an hour before the show? Hell, Two hours during the show. show and during the show. Why is there ever a need for that? There isn't. Because you take a look at how anything, how you how you script, um, write out a show and where you're going with stuff. You shouldn't have to change unless there's an injury or something comes up. If there's an injury or a crowd reaction that you weren't expecting. That's right. Right. You've had you've had things happen where all of a sudden somebody pops and is like, "Wait a minute, we didn't expect this to happen." The, okay, but, let's let it run. Get yeah. in, get in the ref's ear. We're changing the end. Let them know we're flipping this. Yeah. We're going to ride this if, wave if and see where it goes. If you have to, yeah. but you can always, and that would be the very rarest case because then you can be like, "Okay, we were going to go with that," mm -hmm. but no, we got like Sami Zayn. That was an accident. Yep. And they're like, "Holy shit, that guy's over." And they caught lightning in a bottle. Yeah, and, and they I mean, ran with it. Well, I mean, that's the thing when you give people opportunity. I mean, he was over in NXT. He was over in Indies. He was over at like, like Kevin Owens and all. And when you, I mean, Vince has that, he wants that stereotypical guy, typical guy he likes. Unfortunately, they're not great. Mm -hmm. A lot of those guys are not like, uh, you know, I mean, I never cared for Cena. People are going to say whatever. I could have cared less about his matches. I think he cuts a terrible promo that doesn't help people. Well, I'm gonna keep it real. Let's keep real. Keep it real, then, John. I'll sit down and go real, real, real with that guy because he, the way he cut into Austin Theory kills me. This is the future, and you say, "Oh, I'm just keeping it real." Okay, you're what a 50 year old dude that's going bald that stills wear, still wears jean shorts and high tops, and uh, you know shirts that look like they came from uh, you know fruity fruity pebbles. Like wh no. Like, why should I take any advice from you? The fact that you kiss McMahon's ass to get the pushes that you got all the time, and yes sir, no sir, I'm doing this. I'm a gym guy, sir. Like, that's the bullshit that you, you know, if you want to keep it real there, Johnny boy, instead of that, cut a promo to get the guy over because he's the future. You're brought in. You should be brought in to put him over. It's like an indie show. You bring in a name, he better be giving your guys the rubber putting him over, or why pay him the two, three thousand dollars $3,000? You're wasting your money. And that's what I look at like John Cena. People will be like, Mike's crazy. I don't give a crap if they think I'm crazy. That's the way it's supposed to be. John's time is done. Yeah. He can go make Fast and the Stupid or 20. for the 27th <laughs> time or be on that. What's that show that he's on, that game show, you know, that he's on, on TBS with the ball and all that. Oh, Wipeout or whatever. Yeah, Wipeout. You know, stuff like that. Go do that. That's mm -hmm. where you are because this is a guy that's going to be here 200 day, 300 days a, a year. He's the guy that's the future. He's the guy you're building, mm -hmm. and you put the money into. Like we said a hundred times, every time you push a guy and you don't do anything with him, that's a waste of X amount of dollars that you could have sold for advertising. Exactly. So you pissed away all that money. So mm -hmm. this is the guy. Not like you pit, like Theory needs the needs the help, but he should. If you're coming in, you need to be the guy that puts Theory over and makes him look like gold. 
Yep. Not and it, be it put him over physically on the mat or in a promo. But we've seen him do it a number of times, as we mentioned. Jack mm. Swagger, um, he stands out the most, and there was somebody else, and it was like, yep, you had it. You chose not to. You might as well just go take a dump on his front porch because that's, that's what you just did. Mm-hmm. Because that doesn't get you get that get people to appreciate that fan those fans because the fans will go, "Well, it's John Cena. He says he's the shits. So he's got to be the shits." So, yeah, in my opinion. Oh, exactly. Not, it went off on a total goddamn tangent there, but we digress. Well, the, I this, this this always happens. And, <laughs> and speaking of going off on a tangent, uh, this is something I hadn't written down, but we should be. Uh, giving a tribute uh we had a passing this week of a wrestling legend the man known as the iron sheik in the wwe his uh title run that was ended and the beginning of hulkamania will be forever ingrained as the turning point in wrestling yeah back in the 80s no other guy could have done that like when it came to taking the belt off backland and leading into it with with hogan because he was over huge because he was already over huge with Sergeant Slaughter, that mm-hmm. feud that they had. He was so he was such a heel, like he was hated like crazy. Mm-hmm. He was the perfect foil for Backlund to lead into Hogan. Yeah. It was tremendous, you know. Yeah, I saw a uh, an Instagram post by The Rock, and uh, I didn't realize that Jabroni was actually from. The Iron Sheik. Yeah, the Iron Sheik. I always thought it was the other way around. I didn't realize <laughs> that The Rock had taken it and made it famous on in his promos because of Uncle Sheiky. Yeah, yeah, that's, it was the Sheik that came. He he called, you know, I'd break the Jabroni's back, and make him humble. You know, it was like it, it was. He, he came up with it. It's like, you know, he was he was a. I watched his documentary, man, and I feel bad for the guy because mm-hmm. he had a daughter that was murdered. Um, to go into seriousness on this mm-hmm. I can see and if you look at the timeline from when you know he was Canadian champion mid-Atlantic getting all these pushes and then things kind of went to sideways and you can probably put it around that time right I mean what would you do I mean I, I don't know what I would do if one of my kids were murdered I mean well I mean I'd be in jail somewhere but I mean yep. you know it's like but can you imagine like he like going through that and I feel bad for him. People make fun because he had mm-hmm. substance problems. Everybody deals with it differently. Absolutely. I go and kill somebody, he takes cocaine or yeah. whatever, right? And, I mean, all allegedly because I've never seen it happen, but, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I'll always remember being a kid in my, my early teens and hearing about the story about uh, him and Hacksaw Jim Duggan being pulled over for narcotics. I was just reading And about I that. was like, wait a minute. And this is... I, you know, I was still at that stage. I still was in kayfabe. I had no idea. My dad kept telling me, "Oh, it's fake. It's fake." Like, Dad, it's not fake. Look at what they're doing to each other. Yeah, yeah. There's no way that's fake, right? Yeah. And it's funny and, you mention that because reading Death of the Territory today, they're talking about some of the scandals and stuff that came up with McMahon. <laughs> that was one of them. And it's like, you know, forget that all this other stuff that they found marijuana and open, yeah, o- an open uh, container of booze and stuff like that. Uh, it's like the the guy from the whatever post says good guys and bad guys driving together that's right <laughs> and, you know and they kayfabe the hell out of it because they you know what they said and it was dug in he goes i tried to make peace and bring him over to the whatever side and then it's like <laughs> and then it's like i think the sheik was like that's your lambroni Duggan. he was drinking the alcohol trying to make me his friend and stuff like that. <laughs> and the 
they were total kayfabe. That's awesome. I remember reading something about that back then, and I'm like, oh my god, that's the best. So, but you know, he, you know, later years things were a little difficult for him, but he was tremendous. I mean, and he could shoot. He was an Olympic style wrestler, like an amateur wrestler, uh, represented um, Iran. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, he, I believe he. Was he a bodyguard for the, um, was it him or the, yeah, I think it was him that was the bodyguard for, at one point, uh, what's the dude that runs the Ayatollah? Really? Apparently. Oh, wow. So, but he was, yeah, so, and he came over and trained with Vern Gagne, another, mm. another one that trained with Vern Gagne, and he, he was a, he could go, you know, mm. and actually Billy Robinson messed his hip up because he wanted to shoot with him, but he, different, but he took a, cheap shot and it wasn't through shooting that he hurt him it was taking a cheap shot get down on you mm-hmm. know referee position kind of deal and right. he drove his knee into his hip and um, uh, you know and I believe because I saw that in that documentary when he was hobbling a little bit I'm like mm-hmm. I bet you that goes back to Billy Robinson uh, but uh, but he was trained by he was trained by um, by Vern yeah and he, he also contends and this was before he got on the stuff and whatever like that uh, Vern offered him a million dollars to yep. break Hogan's leg in that match mm-hmm. and but he, he said I'm a loyal guy I I made a promise and mm-hmm. I'm not he was you know he loves coach Gagne coach Vern Gagne but he's working for WWE and he was he you know it wasn't a shoot he was there to do, do business yep. and he made an agreement to go and and he did it yep. you know and also a, a weird fact that you might want to know they offered that second title run to Ivan Koloff. Really? Uh, but he had hurt his back and he was like, he, he wanted to, mm-hmm. but he was hurt for a little bit, like, not a long time, but well, that and on that card, on the lower part of the card, I think he took on Pedro Morales or somebody and they offered that, from what I read, they offered that title run to uh, Ivan. Oh, that would have been, that would have definitely been interesting to see how at that time. Koloff. So, and yeah. on another unrelated note, he did time in Guelph Correctional Center for stealing a cow, <laughs> and I actually worked there at one point. And I know the, in his book when I read it, I know the places he was talking about. But oh, there you go. Was, <laughs> was it your cow? <laughs> you wanted revenge? I think it was. It was over in that other, that other, other, other section there where they did the the meat cleaning. But yeah, uh, yeah. so he, uh, it was him and his brother, and he took the yeah. fall for it. He said, but, uh, but you know, interesting things. So I mean, the Iron Sheik was great. One of the best heels. I mean. No, everybody's saying, oh, he's the best heel. No, the original Sheik was the best, but the Iron Sheik was tremendous. Hell, the fact that he went to his grave saying, F, F Jabroni Hogan, <laughs> in one of his last tweets the day before, I think it was the day before his actual last tweet. And it's like, man, you yeah. know, God bless you, son. Yeah. You know, you, you had a good life. You had a, you had a hard life, um, but your, your, your efforts are, are in history. You know, you will forever be celebrated. Uh, in my mind, as a WWE fan, you will always be Nikolai Volkov and the Iron Sheik, Sheik. Yeah. with classy Freddie Blassie and Slick, yeah. and Slick, and, yeah. and and that that part of my childhood um, is just it's phenomenal. And and the fact that he had all this, and the the impact he had on the Rock's life, and all these other things that just as you get to know the history of the, these guys on the road, and and how they were able to mold these other wrestlers as they came around and became instrumental in the way that they the new wrestlers created their characters and the way they addressed things you know what that's the thing I mean you take a look 
I mean, the Sheik, feasibly, because he was as technically sound as anybody. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was he trained with Vern Gagne. Anybody who's out there, um, uh, watch the documentary, the uh, sp uh, spectacular story of the AWA. And, uh, you know, when you came out of Minnesota, they know you could wrestle. Mm -hmm. They knew you could go as... Michael Hayes would say, you knew you could rock and roll. Yep. Right? And he could have went and been that super technical guy and done whatever when it comes to the way he, because he um, wrestled under his real name at first, mm -hmm. and then he was the great uh, Hussan Arab, and what happened is they gave him that character, they had him run with the character. Like, he was, a, he was such a heel here in Toronto until he lost the Canadian belt to Mosca, and actually held the Mid-Atlantic singles title and the Canadian title at the same time. Really? And he'd be up here defending the Canadian title, then running back down to, G to Jim Crocker Promotions to defend the uh, to, to defend the Mid-Atlantic title. And I, I think he beat uh, Jim Brunzel for that title. Oh, wow. But another Vern Gagne guy. But when it comes to the characters, right? Mm -hmm. He could, like I said, he like these all these guys, they want to go and do 2,000 moves and that kind of thing. She didn't have to. You mm -hmm. know, if you have a character, you don't have to do that, mu that much... Um, unnecessary things mm -hmm. you know in my opinion like and you gave him that character and he ran with it look how good it was you know well exactly and he was legit Iranian so I mean people could believe well and at the time there was there was the the drama floating over in the Middle East right oh yeah and, uh, the, the hostage that, crisis yeah. in, in Iran right exactly so. so we've always seen wrestling always take advantage of newsworthy stories to try and, and, and generate heat in that well, and they did that they do that to the extreme. You know, the thing is that today, you couldn't do anything remotely close to, because it'd be considered some kind of... Oh, there'd be some sort of know. snowflake out there getting their feelings hurt. You know, it's like... And unfortunately, with them now being a publicly traded company, yeah, um, they really have to take um, concern over that, which is disappointing, because that's maybe yeah. one of the things why I would like to see AEW succeed, is because they've got money coming out the yin-yang. They don't care. They don't care. Right, so why not be? All they have to do is care about what the TV providers think. Don't go anything too far, no. but they could do they could do that chic kind of gimmick or different gimmicks like that. You know, it's um, you know what what are those two new guys that are with um, what's his name there, the former world champ that had the Bali boys with them. God, I can't remember anything today. <laughs> uh, they debuted on Raw as a tag team as Veneer, Veer, oh, Veer and Mar. Indusher. With they Jinder Mahal? Let, yeah, with Jinder Mahal, that's it. And they, they can let them do a character mm -hmm. and do whatever. You can have other guys do characters like that. It's okay. Like Oh, absolutely. Like, like you're not making fun of or you're not doing whatever. I mean, no. I don't say like back in the day when they had, you know, Joe Scarpa be Chief J. Strongbow. He's about as Native American as I am, for God's sake. <laughs> it's like, you know, he was, he was Italian. It's like stuff like that. No, I'm not, you know. No, but, you you but, have but, to but, allow stuff to happen, right? Yeah. And at the end of the day with them wanting to get into India. They're going to have their first show, and I think it's in September, in India, right? Okay. So you're going to see Indusher. You're going to see probably Mustafa Ali get okay. an opportunity to get some sort of push. Yeah. Right. You're going to see these other ethnicities towards their home locations get a push to try and draw that so you can have more with uh, NXT UK or whatever they're branding it over there. Yeah. Right? They'll have the opportunity. Are they finally proceeding with that? Well, they're supposed to be. Yeah. That's why they closed closed it down, right? So if they have NXT Europe or whatever they're going to call it, and they're able to make 
stars yep. out of the people that they have over there. There's so much untapped potential over there for TV contracts, you know, all the wrestling. Forget about the, just Japan and, and, and China and all that. Yeah. You've got all the rest of Europe over there in Africa. Yeah. My you, God. You, Europe, Indonesia, um, Asia, Southeast Asia. Uh, there's all kinds of places to sell exactly TV content. You know, so set it up, build it up, and and build it the way they had the, the black and gold, right? Mm -hmm. And while they did catch lightning in a bottle with the the popularity, that formula would work over there. Mm -hmm. You have solid continuity, you have good quality talent because there is tons of talent on all of the continents, mm -hmm. right? There is so much talent out there that's not even signed by either one of yeah. the big companies right now. Oh yeah, that you could bring them in. Show them the style you want. Build up storylines. Build up something that works in the region that you're working in, and build that. Well, that's the thing because they had uh, everybody says uh, makes fun of Kali, but he had his thing up over there, his school, mm -hmm. and they had, you know, um, Daryl Sharma went over, the mm -hmm. referee for NXT who started here in Ontario, wrestled yep. as a Hornet. Hornet. He went over there and was training some guys and things. Absolutely, they could easily open up another. They could open up an NXT, NXT, whatever NXT. Mm -hmm. You know, so they have the UK, so they've expanded there. But they could, they could do NXT Middle East. They could do NXT. Uh, they were talking about Japan, were they not? Wasn't it? Or did yeah, they have yeah. it? And then they were talking about it. They were, they were talking about close, it when they, they, they cut did it, it down. They cut everything right? down. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I mean, you could do that. I mean. Good luck running against you, Pamper Wrestling. I wish you all the best. Uh, you know, because now you got Noah on the way up as well, and there's always All Japan, which is not mm -hmm. as what it used to be mm -hmm. when they had the true pillars over there. <laughs> yep. You know, and uh, it's but there's all these other areas that they can they can expand. Well, I think once the the Endeavor deal is finalized, they're going to be able to move forward with the plans of saying, okay, we know how UFC is building and how they're they're. They're, they're built and we want to take the same type of model and take the WWE in that similar type of format. And they, they right. could, and they could and now that because Endeavor owns the majority too and they go, That's right. okay Vince you may not want to we're kind of not asking you here we're kind of right. telling you. We see the potential we see all these countries that have millions and billions of people that could easily enjoy well, our product well, and you get it on their, their television programs Right. Not only are they taking the, the North American with uh, Raw, but they could have their own India program. They have their own UK Saudi Arabia or uh, what's it call it? Yeah. NXT Saudi Arabia. Uh, you know NXT Eastern Europe. Uh, NXT Africa. NXT like. Think you know, about having a World Cup WrestleMania. Well, you, right? you could feasibly have. They could have their. And I said this, I think, before on the show. Mm -hmm. They could have their own territories. Mm -hmm. they, yeah. they they feasibly could have. They can have an NXT Canada. Mm -hmm. I mean, Lance Storm wanted to do it. Yep. It's like, who, 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 who else would you want to have train guys? Like, if you're going to, a guy like Lance. That's right. You know, you could you could have Lance Storm training guys up here. I mean, I think Santino was in talks about it one time, and then when that fell through, he was just like, from yep. what I hear, I mean, that's all yep. rumor. T.J. Wilson. You know, yeah, you got yeah, you got T.J. Wilson. You got, I mean, you got the uh, the Dungeon Group out there now do, doing mm -hmm. great when it comes to uh, promoting the shows. Let them promote it and have... Uh, have somebody else going and do the training exactly. and heck you got Bret Hart that can go down and, I mean you know uh, Bret Hart to come and train some of your guys come on mm -hmm. you know but it, yeah. it's there's a lot of opportunity there to have the different areas because you could have two parts of Canada 
That's NXT right. Canada East, NXT Canada West. Mm -hmm. You know, you can have you could have another. You have NXT in in Florida, but you could also have a. I mean, Booker T has a promotion and a school. Yep. In Houston, right? And then you know you find another one in the, say the Northeast or somewhere else. You probably have four. Absolutely. And you know, let's say three, and then you have two in Canada. It could be spread all over. It'd be hard going into South America. I mean, because Mexico is very strong. Yes. Uh, you know, you got CMLL and AAA. AAA, I mean, it's like New Japan for wrestling, like we mentioned. You can't touch Japan. No. I mean, <laughs> you know, that's New Japan for wrestling. It's like they may not, unlike these promoters in like the territory days, we don't care if we go anywhere else, but we're going to prote protect Japan. That is theirs. That's right. I mean, they're like a dog. They beat off all, over <laughs> all four corners of that. There's theirs. Nobody's touching it. Exactly. So, well, before we go, uh, just a quick shout out to a couple of the independents. Uh, we're going to head out to some Greek Town Wrestling yes. on Friday night in Hamilton. Uh, they have another show on Saturday, I believe, in Toronto. Toronto, and Sunday there in Waterloo. And then London Thursday London night. London Thursday night. Yeah. And uh, so lots of Greek Town Wrestling coming up. And three weeks plus a day, we have Canada Day festivities at the Steve Brown Baseball Diamonds at 20. Erie, no, Edge. 20 Edge Street in Brantford, Ontario. We are part of the Canada Day festivities for Canada Cup Day 6. And we will have uh, our usual tournament to crown, to crown a Canada Day champion. Canada Cup. Canada, Canada Cup champion. Canada Cup champion. And uh, the main event for the 5 o'clock show will be the Grand Heavyweight Champion, Tomer Shalom taking on the challenge of one John John Tavius. I love that guy. He's so that good. should be a fantastic so show. Yeah. It's like we talk about talent. There's so much of it. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I mean, that's a, that's there's so much talent out there. It's like if you had the money and, and proper trainers and things like that to get people ready for certain things. And people may remember Tomer Shalom being on Raw in Montreal uh, going against Kurt Angle's son. And what did they, what was he called? Levac? No. Well, what did they they call they called Tomer at the time? Oh, but I everybody know. was chanting Tomer yes. because they all knew him. You know, he's golden. It's like there's so many so many good uh, good guys out there and good talent. And then you know we have Demand Lucha on the 29th of July, mm -hmm. right? Was it no? Is it Ju June? June. 29th of June. June. Sorry, yes. in Toronto as well. I mean, there's lots of good independent wrestling out there. So if you are in wherever you are in north america i mean like we mentioned we mentioned dungeon um the dungeon wrestling out in, in calgary uh, calgary which is run by bret hart's kids you've got danny duggan that runs uh was a cwe who runs all over northern ontario northern and ontario winnipeg saskatoon i think he went into alberta a little bit i mean that guy's running all over i mean he's got his own territory mm -hmm. you know guys like that i mean there's a lot of good wrestling and good independent wrestling out there so if you're out there get on your get on the the interweb and uh, take a look around and check out your independent wrestling that's out there and declare your i say it all the time declare your independence declare your independence because let me tell you those guys can use your money and make their product a ton better so this weekend there's a show by you declare your independence and go check out some independent wrestling you've been listening to pro wrestling viewpoint with mike shea